0: Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.
1: I don't even know where to begin as a Flames fan when talking about this team, what we just saw tonight, and the direction going forward. This is seemingly something that you're gonna you're gonna experience it. You're gonna experience Calgary Flames fans tonight. You're gonna experience. You're gonna get the full effect in the chat. There's gonna be lots of. Uh, <laughs> lots of good stuff going on there anyways welcome to game over Calgary my name is Audie James and I'm sad I'm I'm just sad I'm sad tonight it's uh it's not been a good one joining me tonight is uh is Annie O'Donnell ducks fan content creator connoisseur add whatever word you want to put into it um lots of great content and and we're gonna get some uh, we're gonna get some ducks insight on what we just saw tonight because you know we were both talking about it before we hit live that we're both a little sour We both got a bit of a bitter taste in our mouths <laughs> from what we just saw tonight and we'll, we'll get into it on today's episode of game over calgary coming on the heels of a calgary flames loss to the anaheim ducks in regulation i think that's the worst part too the flames couldn't even muster out a point out of tonight's game but we'll get into it hey want to bet then get in on the action with sports interaction the boys of summer are back on the diamond and march madness is on deck and we already have some uh, some baseball chat in uh, in the game over calgary chat right now uh and one's, one one comment is directed at you we'll get into it in a second here but pregame live and play or on one of our many <laughs> on one of our many prop bets sports interaction makes it easy to deposit play and cash out head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn or if you're in the province of ontario there's going to be a little qr code right here on your screen scan that and you can download the sports interaction app to get in on the action 19 plus please play responsibly and if you or anybody you know has any uh gambling problems or issues with gambling please be sure to check the youtube uh description and the show notes if you're listening on playback for some resources there for you to get help with that okay Uh, i'll read the baseball comment real quick because i think I, i i don't know where your baseball allegiances stand if i'm being brutally honest um okay fair enough so noah adler says so yankees dodgers world series Is that? Can you guess
0: where my where? Can you guess from that comment where my baseball allegiance lies?
1: I'm gonna guess not the Yankees. Correct. Is it is it uh, a California team that isn't the Dodgers? It is not. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna guess. Oh God, the Angels.
0: Well, you said it's a California team that isn't the Dodgers, and I said no.
1: Isn't the Dodgers. So it is the dog. Am I? Am I just it is the ha- doctors, okay? I was yes. gonna say, I'm having a. Am I having a brain? Like you're allowed to say it. Like audio. you're being an idiot. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Noah okay. and
0: I go back and forth on Yankees-Dodger stuff all the time. Of course, so. it wouldn't.
1: It wouldn't <laughs> a be pretty a pretty ga-
0: standard, pretty standard comment to come from Noah. But it, yes,
1: it wouldn't be a game over Calgary show without Noah talking about the Yankees in the comments. We love you, Noah. <laughs> But it's game over Calgary, not game over Yankees. We need to we need to get that through your head. It's game over Calgary. I'm, still, I'm curious
0: Yankees. how I, – I need to ask him how he became a Yankees fan. I mean, I guess in Canada you only, only have one baseball team. Oh, you had the Expos for a while. We had the Expos but, for a
1: little bit, but, uh, yeah, the Blue yeah. Jays, that's my team. I'm going to be down there. Um, my fiancé and I are planning a trip. Well, planning a trip. We're going to Dodger Stadium in July to see the Blue Love Jays it. take on the Dodgers. It's going to be my first time. Uh, at Dodger Stadium. So we're looking uh, we're looking forward to that. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, you're going to um, love
0: it. It's It's got that retro feel. It's it not, looks like it, yeah. It's, it's a still very 50s, 60s vibe. It's so, I'm biased because it's my home ballpark, of course, but it's, oh, I absolutely love it. The charm there. They've put in some upgrades too to make it a little fancier, but just the, the retro vibe it has. It's not like Fenway or Wrigley if you've been there where it's like that classic ballpark, you know, you go down the steps and you step up onto the field, but it's still very special. Ignore what the Padres fans and everybody else have to say about it when they say it's trash. They I'm, don't know what I'm they're looking, talking about. I'm
1: it. looking forward to seeing it because uh, as as it stands right now, I've only ever seen games in Toronto, so it's a bucket list to get outside of the country and go there see. You go. Uh, go. see. Like I'm, I'm, and people, a lot of people who have known me for a while know that I'm a bigger baseball fan than I am hockey fan, which is surprising to most. Um, but I definitely want to get to some more ballparks and Dodger stadium. We're going to be able to check that off in July. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. There you go. I Um, love it. We had to start the, or start the show off with something positive coming from me because it's going to be, I'm going to forewarn everybody from my side. And and I'm going to say probably from your side too, because I know you're not thrilled with the win, which is surprising, (laughs) but not surprising. Not a lot of good things from Calgary flames land tonight. I put a few uh, pregame notes together, just like thoughts, coming into it um for the Calgary Flames who are clawing their way into the playoffs it's going to be an uphill battle we know that but from the outside looking in they still are on the outside looking in and um you know this could have been and again all due respect this isn't me shitting on the Ducks but a bottom feeder team coming into your barn where you know you're kind of hitting the ground running here these past couple games you're making some traction you're showing some good signs heading into uh, a potential playoff race and getting hot at the right time heading into the playoffs. A bottom feeder team comes into your barn. This should have been a game for the Flames where they thwomped the Anaheim Ducks. Did this not have the makings to be, hey, this is like a 5-1, a 6-2 game, like, like just, a, just an absolute beating uh, where you kind of get everything rolling, you get that confidence back, but instead it's kind of the other way around.
0: No, def. I mean, you're kind of hearing you talk about it. And I mean, I hate to say it, but the, I mean, just a night for John Gibson, nonetheless, yeah, that's yeah. the man that kind of stopped. I mean, without John Gibson making some of the saves that he did and standing on his head, the way he did. I mean, it's probably a different result in a lot of cases, but I mean, i uh, kind of on the other side of the coin, you see, you know, the ducks get rid their blue line, just absolutely disintegrates uh, at the trade deadline with the loss of John Klingberg and Dmitry Kulikov and already low expectations we're ever most of the fans are already bought in on the tank for the most part you know you take two you take two points when you can get them in exciting wins but for the most part fan bases are rooting for the tank for bedard so in a game where hey y- you look at the odds for calgary against calgary i think what was the last i think it was actually it was my birthday when last time we played calgary was that overtime win yeah uh on the 23rd of december and which of course, you know, Ducks couldn't win on my birthday, but they could win tonight. So when, when the Bedard race is just getting heated up, but of course, Chicago has to lose an overtime tonight against the Panthers. So that doesn't make things better for us. So it's like, like you said, it's like on two opposite sides, like we're both kind of got a sour pissed. taste in our mouths <laughs> for, for di- we're, completely we're- different reasons, which I hate being that because I've never it's funny because I've never been a fan of a team where I've actively rooted for a tank like never. And that's maybe a privilege as a sports fan. I mean, I'm a Lakers fan. Uh, I'm a Dodgers fan. I which granted in the MLB draft, I've never been like, it's, it, I feel like it's yeah, just not yeah. a thing. It's different. I have it's like, different. a Mike Trout kind of, you're not going like tank, tank, tank for major league baseball, but it was just, it's very different this year where I'm like, so I should be happy about losses. Like this is, this is rude. But then you think, you know, long term picture, you think about what's at stake here, you think about the young guys that the Ducks have currently, and all the guys that are coming up through the system and you think, okay, we're thinking long term here, we're not thinking, hey, you know, maybe win a couple maybe get outside of a wild card spot and make progress. No, 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 we don't want that we want to, for the high draft class like this, we want to make it count. But I mean, games like this, and obviously John Gibson has been the topic of trade discussion. It feels like for the last four or five years. And of course, talks strangely started to heat up, which they I typically they do around the trade deadline, like three, four weeks ago, I think Friedman was like, yeah, I could see them, you know, shopping him around a little bit, which it's funny. Cause Verbeek literally last week was like, not really like yeah. you need a number one <laughs> goaltender yeah. to yeah. compete in this league. Like I'm not going to trade him. But of course, John Gibson has just played outstanding for the most part, these last three weeks, just found some new life in him at that. Maybe he's just, you know, he's a guy that has the capability of carrying this team and has not even the capability. He has done it for years now with being painfully outshot. I mean, it's no, I mean, what was the, what was the shot totals tonight? I think 35 and 16
1: too much, too much for the flames uh, and two little goals, which has kind of been like the story of the flames all year. Like they've always been (laughs) kind of ranging in that top three for shots, like average shots per game, but their shooting yeah. percentage and I, and people who are watching are going to hear me beat the drum of the Flames shooting percentage yet again, because <laughs> there's a clear, uh, bad relationship there when you're getting that many shots in a game. And I know that like, you know, Gibson stood on his head tonight and I even put in my notes, Gibson starts and can steal this game. That was my note. Like he can steal this game. And I don't think he did. Yeah. I think the flames played painfully bad. Um, in addition to Gibson standing on his head so there was a combination of factors there for Calgary but yeah a team that's among the league's best in you know average shots per game when your shooting percentage is among the the bottom 3 in the NHL what does that tell you like I, like the flames get a lot of shots and i think that's what a lot of uh you know people who don't follow the team as closely they look at that they're like oh shit the flames like put up 53 shots against Boston and still lost. Like what's going on. And, uh, it's that shooting percentage. It's those perimeter shots with no traffic in front, low danger chances. Um, you know, it's kind of been the story all year and it was the story tonight too. They didn't really generate too much from, uh, from too, uh, dangerous of an area. Um, and that's just kind of been something that, like I said, it's, it's been the story all year. Flames fans are not, uh, Flames fans are accustomed to it now. So it's, uh, yeah, Gibson played great. I don't want to take away from that. Like, he did. He played incredible. He made some great saves, especially late in that third period when the Flames kind of started to press, and they started to generate a little bit more offensive zone time, and they kept the play alive in the O zone. Um, you know, he he, he was there when, they, when the Ducks needed him to be, or if you, in your case, di- didn't want him to be. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't want to take away from that, but the Flames uh, are notorious for getting all those shots off but uh, but not translating it into much else than just uh, just a tally on the uh, on the old shot clock.
0: I think I can count the number of times on one hand in the last maybe three seasons that the Ducks have led in shots in any kind of game. Like literally it just never, it's pain, being painfully outshot. That's just Ducks hockey, baby. Like yeah. it always, <laughs> even when the law, when the wins do happen, it's always when it's like, all right, you know, 15 shots on goal and they got three goals. I'm like, See what happens when you shoot the puck though, like and have good good quality shots on goal. Yeah. Funny how that works. And
1: that's the that's the old Daryl Sutter, uh, the old Daryl Sutter way. And uh, you know he was he was an advisor with the Ducks for a while there before he came back to Calgary. It's get those shots on goal. Good things happen. We'll see. But uh, isn't Bob
0: Murray uh, an advisor for the Flames now? Interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah, I he is. We, we're not going to open that. Can and of we worms. have we, could, but. we have a general manager here whose contract is up at the end of the season, and I wonder who might. I'm not going. Oh, I'm not, not. going to get down that rabbit hole. Don't but go there. It's, oh, I it's, hope not. It's scary times here in Calgary. We don't know what the hell's going on. Just I don't think they know the what's of, going on.
0: Just after the summer of Brad, I was rooting. Ugh.
1: The summer of Brad, which turned into. Holy shit! These guys <laughs> they brought in like Huberto's having, uh, Huberto's not having the year he uh, he had. I I think a lot of it and and Flames fans will talk about it too. A lot of it stems from uh, the man behind the bench who uh, was able to bring out the best in Goudreau, but maybe not the best in Jonathan Huberto and guys like Nazem Kadri But um, mm. yeah, after the summer of Brad, we're kind of in this state where it's like so. <laughs> What was that like? Lose two, <laughs> lose your two best guys. You kind of save it. You stay competitive, and then and, and then this happens. So, um, one thing I wanted to bring up too, from a Flames getting back to the shooting percentage thing, in their last four home games coming into this, their shooting percentage three and a half percent, three and a half percent in their last four home games. And my only note on that in my notes app, my handy dandy, uh, I always take notes and. And, and try to try to come prepared. They always go, these shows always go off the rails, but um, I try to come prepared. The only note I have for that is not fucking good at all. Not <laughs> good. Not good. <laughs> not good. Um, so yeah, th- th- this was a game that was winnable for the flames. It had the makings coming into it. You know, just thinking about it, I mentioned it off the top, like how good would it be for the flames to just dominate in this game? And you know, a decisive victory, all odds, you know, against them leading into uh, these past few games where everybody's like, oh, they didn't sell at the deadline. They're just going to be stuck in the middle what once again. They gain a little bit of ground. they win a couple games, and then they blow this one. They have the easiest schedule in the NHL for the rest of the season, and these are the games you got to win. In games where yeah, the bottom, definitely. the bottom five, bottom 10 teams in the NHL, they just can't, uh, they they can't seem to win, and those are the games. Uh, those are the games you need to you need to gain ground on. These are the you know the schedule, the free space on the bingo card, if you will. Like I put that in air quotes because everybody said that about Ottawa during the COVID season, and they had the Flames number that entire year. Um, yeah, th- sorry. Uh, just seeing some of the comments here. Yeah, the score was three to one, Anaheim. Uh, Forever, Flame. Derek Grant sealing the uh, sealing the deal with the empty netter there late in the third period. Yes. Um, but yeah it's uh, I, I, I'm running any I'm running out of things to say for this Calgary Flames team who are just stuck in this perpetual mediocrity of just being in the middle, never getting a high draft pick never really making it too deep in a playoff run and uh, at this point in the year like I've covered so many losses and so many heartbreaks I made this guy and put it on my head for a couple I games. Said. <laughs> I made the made the old paper bag Flames fan uh, what was the name somebody named it oh god what is it here I got to find it uh, Sir that Bag amazing. Sir Bagalos So this is Sir Sir Bagalos, Sir Bagalos <laughs> has made an appearance too many times this season and I'm slowly but surely running out of words to explain my feeling to this uh, for this Calgary Flames team
0: Sometimes though, it's like the losses like this that really like sometimes for some teams like really like seep in they're like, this is like, oh my God, is this who we are?" Mm-hmm. and then they just kind of turn it around from there. so hey, it's too late. Like,
1: do you think it's too late?
0: I don't think it's too late. no, it's never too late it's, but like it, they've, suffered so these, they've suffered these
1: they've suffered these kind of losses more like more often than not these heartbreaking. Like I said, bottom and again, I'm not shitting on the ducks, but like bottom of the barrel teams who are in the Bedard.
0: You can shit on on the ducks;
1: it's okay. We shit on the
0: ducks all the time.
1: Closer to the Bedard sweepstakes than they are the playoff sweepstakes. We'll say that uh, and take that for what it's worth. They've lost those (laughs) games; like they're losing these games. I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) Uh, Y'all have been through a lot. (laughs) Um, but like the first period for both sides. Boring ass low event hockey. Not quite the start yeah. that I thought the Flames were uh were gonna get. And they were tested early. Like the Ducks pressed them pretty early in this game. Uh and mm-hmm. I think the Flames responded pretty well. Um but like still just just the boring low event hockey. Their foot speed was was at an all time low. Like you could tell against a, a team like the Ducks who have young up and comers. They play with a lot of speed I think compared to well, obviously compared to the flames, but yeah. they just, they just couldn't keep up. Could you, did you see it the same from a flames perspective? Like they just couldn't quite match the speed and, and, and the, the, the youth were kind of taken over there for the ducks a little bit.
0: A little bit. It also felt like they really couldn't get a lot generating out of the neutral zone. There, kind of trying to come in there. Like it just kind of seemed, I'm not sure. Really, I was trying to look and kind of see, be like, okay, like, I don't know the Ducks defense is not stellar so I knew it wasn't I'm not gonna give them too much credit there but it just kind of felt like they really couldn't get much going there and then just I don't know a lot of teams I find like when they play the Ducks you kind of see where they are in the standings you see the year they've had maybe they kind of underestimate them and say all right we don't really you know not to say they don't have to try hard because you assume these professional athletes come out every night playing their best knowing that hey you know two points are earned not given no matter who you're playing but maybe kind of slow to start and you kind of just, especially after that first power that power play goal and the ducks getting that goal when they when did uh was it Comta got that screen goal that got that first screen goal that was what 60 something like just over a minute after that goal happened and then from there just kind of couldn't get that momentum going. And like you said, in the third period, they really were able to put a lot of pressure on John Gibson and be back in the ducks zone, but it just really felt like couldn't get that foot speed. Like you said, so it's, I mean, for me, I, cause it's disappointing for me, not even as a, I know, listen, uh, I'm not gonna pretend like we haven't had our our rough go as fa- between fan bases back. What what was that streak where the Flames didn't win how many games? Too many. To Too, many. <laughs> Too many.
1: We, we don't talk about we that. Won't. No, no, no. We us
0: talk about. I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Soft but, spot. It's only it's it's I'm only it's only freshly broken the streak, but it's still, it's still <laughs> a soft spot. That's true. It was
0: what three four years ago that it was broken.
1: It was pretty this, recent. It, I'm pretty sure it was either this year or last year. If I'm not I don't mistaken. think it was this year. It was it yeah, was recent. Sh- okay, maybe it was last year. Yeah, it had to have been There's somebody it, in the chat. Let, yeah, like, chat, chat will chat will correct chat me as they do. Chat will correct me as they do.
0: But it was it was recent.
1: <laughs> like I, I'm pretty sure it was. I, I could be wrong. I, I could be completely up to lunch. But I think this thing stemmed back uh, a long, long time ago. But, um,
0: yeah. but Calgary, honestly, the Flames were one of my favorite teams to watch last season. So I kind of to see. And you can uh, to attribute it to the loss of Kachuk and Gaudreau, but to just kind of see this—I mean, not—I I don't want to go as far to say a decline. But oh, it's a decline. Abs- it's so disappointing. I—I I mean, you have Jacob Markstrom that had a Vesna finalist caliber year. Now he's—I don't want to—I wouldn't go as far to say mediocre, but definitely coming back kind of down to earth and down to where his baseline is i think a lot of people were shocked by that Mm -hmm. um not to say listen i was very happy for him for his high play but there was a lot of you know i think people a lot of recency bias as far as like ranking him as far as overall league goaltender rankings i think that definitely pays plays a tribute to it but do you think what do you, I guess my question to you is like, you know, when you look at the difference and I want to say Kachuk and Gaudreau aside, cause that's a no brainer. That's going to be, that's going to change your team regardless. Like what's been the biggest difference. What's been the biggest factor as far as this performance this year?
1: Yeah. The, the Kachuk and Gaudreau factor were definitely huge. Markstrom, like the flames didn't like the flames haven't had. And, and to say that Markstrom declined, I think is, is a, is a gross understatement. He, uh, he has been abysmal up until like the past few weeks. Uh, I would even say the past couple of weeks. Um, it's funny and I'm not like, maybe I'm overthinking it, but like his fiance had their baby and now all of a sudden he's like a different man. And maybe it was just like the, st- <laughs> the stress of the outside world, like don't know what's going on, making sure, you know, family guy and, and all that yeah. stuff. And, and that, you know, they have a healthy baby. They have the, his fiance's healthy, which we'd love to see. Uh, maybe there's a little oh. bit of st- stress off the shoulders, a little bit, uh, a little bit of weight release there, um, yeah. but yeah, he like the Flames have struggled to get consistent goaltending this year. Ladar has been streaky, Markstrom hasn't been good, um, no finish. Like you take away Gaudreau and Kachuk, who were the drivers of the offense last year. Like they put up astronomical numbers, numbers that nobody on this team this year will even come close to. Um, they were drivers of the offense and, and, and they always had it in them. I think uh, I think Sutter, sorry, kind of brought out more of that like 200 foot game out of both of them, which was nice, but the offense mm-hmm. was always there. So they always had that. You take those two guys out. A lot of people were kind of claiming or uh, hoping for like the, you know, accelerated rebuild or, or retool on the fly, you know, gain some draft capital with those two, but instead, Tree decides that he wants to, you know, stay competitive. He brings in Huberto. He brings in Weger. They go get Kadri. Um, and everybody's like, oh, great. Like, this team on paper might look better than they did uh, the year previous. And I, I don't know what it is. Like, I, my my root cause keeps coming back to Daryl Sutter and his system. It just doesn't work with every player. It's it's a very old school, tight checking, um, defense first um, yeah, like that system just isn't going to work with every guy, right? And I, yeah. I don't think it's working specifically for Jonathan Huberto, who looks like a shell of himself, Uh, looks like a shell of the player he was in, um, in Florida last year. But I don't know what it is. If it's comfortability, like if it's a comfort factor, these guys are just still kind of, you know, it doesn't take, it doesn't happen overnight when you get traded to a new team in a completely new system where you know you're so used to playing in Florida for so long with these teammates and with you know this that and the other all these other factors uh, and it's I'm not making excuses but like I, gen, I genuinely don't really know what the there, there's I don't think there's one root cause to the drastic overturn from last year to this year aside from you know you take out you take Elka Kachuk you replace them with Kadri you replace them with Huberto uh, Uyghur comes in the Flames also last year uh, they they did not suffer like hardly any injuries throughout the year. Um, it was, a- it was actually kind of unprecedented. The amount of man games that they lost injury was so low. And this year they, they battled a bit of injury. Hubert was hurt for a bit. Their blue line has been depleted all year from injury. Tana have missed a bunch of time. So I just think there's been a lot more adversity too, and they haven't quite handled that as well as they should. And as well as most people would have hoped. So to kind of make a long story short, I think there's, multiple like there's a lot of there's a multitude of things that are contributing to it and it's 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 kind of difficult to just come up with one root cause because there's been so much that's seemingly been bad right does that kind of in a very long and convoluted way it's it's just like
0: everything (laughs) yeah really (laughs) everything that could go bad is going bad
1: (laughs) and 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 like it seems like such a like a cop-out answer but like genuine like i'm gonna get into the chat here in a moment but I feel like a lot of Flames fans will kind of feel the same way. Um, and I, I already see one comment. Sutter's system works out really well for Milan Lucic, and that's about it. Uh, <laughs> that one coming from MGD8862 in the uh, YouTube live chat. But uh, actually, you know what? Let's do that. Let's pivot. Let's, uh, let's, let's chat with our chat for a little bit here. Uh, 59 All people watching. We appreciate you. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, like the stream, share the stream, subscribe to SDPN Sports on YouTube—all that good stuff that you're supposed to do when you come into someone else's stream. Um, but we appreciate you. Let's uh, let's keep the conversation going. Um, someone saying the Ducks stop playing offense in the third period and Lucic, Lewis, Ritchie see the ice that period. That is not okay for a team trying to win. Uh, I thought we were gonna see the Nick Ritchie revenge tour tonight, but apparently it was he used, the,
0: i'm shocked honestly that was probably the biggest shock is that he didn't score a goal tonight Because yeah. back when he was with every other time every other team we played against him he always scores especially when he was with the coyotes
1: yeah it's and you know it, we the flames are always the victim of the revenge tour the the, the 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 uh familiar friends or whatever you want to call it uh but oh, they yeah. never they never really quite get that um let's see what else have we what do we got here pop up uh According to Dom, the Flames playoff chance drops from forty-two per cent to twenty-eight per cent after that loss. That's that's crazy.
0: That's nuts. That is that
1: accurate? I'd love to see if someone can like not that I don't believe that commenter, but like that's a, a loss
0: to the ducks and it drops. That's a
1: 14% swing.
0: That's a huge draw. What?
1: I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say this commenter's right in the fact that they probably didn't just make this up, but oh, I, be- we-
0: <laughs> I was gonna say I believe that Dom actually said it, but I just I'm like, yeah. What's the no- what I need to know the reason. I which he'll probably post or he's got like an athletic article or something. You know.
1: Yeah, but- as he does. He's he's always on that yeah. stuff. Uh, Flames now 19 losses when out shooting an opponent by 10 or more shots. New NHL record. <laughs> Not the record you want to have. Um... Their shots on goal, then they're throwing pucks at the net. That's a great point, and I think that's kind of been the story of the Flames. They just kind of throw the puck on net and hope for the best and don't get uh, too many uh, (laughs) quality shots. The Jersey Zone says, Summer of Brad went to the winter of sad. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, I love that. Uh, Noah coming in with, not including 2004, the Flames have only won two series since 1989, which is an organizational disaster that's crazy the flames obviously win the cup in 89 they go on that run in 04 and they win two playoff series since then uh the oh the honda center yeah you were right i fucked that up big time 2017 the honda center why do i feel like 2017 was like two weeks ago that's
0: that's how it feels yeah crazy
1: how time flies <laughs> crazy
0: what that's six years ago no don't tell
1: me that don't six me years that. ago that's nuts that is crazy that's oh, nuts man. Crazy, crazy. Uh, for me, it's a leadership issue. Not enough personality with leadership qualities. When Toffoli is the best leader, you are in trouble. That one coming from uh, Black Dragon Sutter's system. Oh yeah, we talked about that. Works really well for Lucic. Flames um, really, really missing uh, Oliver Shillington. Huberto's play was depending on Bar. Uh, I'm assuming, yeah, Barkov play in Florida. He's not a driver on a line. I agree and disagree with that because I think he looked good when he played with Duclair and Bennett. And he, I, I would say that he was the driver on that line in Florida when he played with those two guys. Um, yeah. But I also do agree with like, he did look really good when he played with Barkov. And I mean, I'm sure I would look good if I played with Barkov and I'm, I never played a high, <laughs> lo- I played house league hockey my entire life. So it's really not saying much. <laughs> um, Let's see here. Sportsnet stats tweeted out the flames now hold the most losses. in. Oh yeah, there it is. The single. Yeah uh out shooting their opponents by 10 or more and then one that i had there was a graphic on the sports net broadcast that said the flames <laughs> this was before the third period started the flames were 0 15 and 3 when trailing after 40 minutes and that now moves to 0 16 and 3 so the flames have never had a come from behind win in the third period all season they've lost That's 19 crazy. games when trailing going into the third which is nuts
0: I mean, the, the, the opposite stat of that was that the ducks are i think seven oh and one when trailing when leading after two which yeah. i was like that's an inter- that's an interesting you know tail of the tape on both sides there but i think i mean more so concerning if you're a flames fan and you're trying to you know your team's pushing for a playoff spot you know obviously those times you want to be your team wants to be able to you know if you're down if you're down after two periods, you want to be able to put, you know, those 40 minutes aside. hey, you know, just win the period, play 20 minutes of hockey, especially going into playoff hockey, you know, if you're going to be competing oh, for playoffs.
1: I so know. that's You're, you're preaching that's to the choir. That's a concerning stat it's, for sure. It's so frustrating. And just looking ahead, too, for the Flames, uh played the Ducks tonight. They play Ottawa Sunday. They play the Yotes on Tuesday, which you would think.
0: That's a pretty winnable. light schedule.
1: Well, then it goes. Gold Knight Stars Kings, Ducks again. Gold Knight Sharks Ooh. Kings, Canucks. Ducks Blackhawks, Jets Canucks, Preds Sharks. A lot of non-playoff teams in that mix. A lot. Which is why a lot of people who are way smarter than I am have determined that the Flames have this 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 percentage to get into the playoffs based on the remaining schedule, which is pretty easy, uh, you would think. Yeah. But, they, but then again, we are talking about the Calgary Flames, who... All due respect, just lost three to one in regulation to the docks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you look at that schedule ahead, a lot of winnable, winnable games in there. Um, do you think, and we'll end with this, your thought on this, uh, as we are running out of time on our zoom call here. Do you think it's doable? Are the flames still in a position? Do you think now, obviously they're, they're still on the outside looking in and it's not as drastic as most people think, but your prediction is, are the Flames going to make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah?
0: Yes. I do think that, you know, the Pacific is obviously tight. You got what? I can't, The seating for the Pacific changes, it feels like. Oh, I know. It's crazy. But you're like, okay, who who's first? Yeah, the Kings, Vegas, Seattle, Edmonton. But I do think they sneak in for one of those wild card spots. I mean, just looking at this schedule, I mean despite obviously this loss has got a sting but not for more so not only just for the fans but for the players in that locker room as well knowing that they're better than this i mean i would even argue you know for the ducks this year like on paper you look at the talent that's on that team they really shouldn't be this bad but Mm -hmm. here we are and this is a flames team you look at the talent on paper you're like yo All right, we've got the capability to win some hockey games here. We've got some capability to absolutely be at least well, win the majority of the what, how many weeks we got left? It feels like, like about four Uh, weeks left.
1: Yeah, pretty, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much a a month, four weeks left in the regular
0: season. That's crazy. That feels like this regular season. It was also, it was slow, but it also flew by. Yeah. No, you're going to, I think the Flames come out. I think they're going to take a good majority. You look at some of these teams and you're like, obviously the Kings, you got the Kings, you got Vegas, you got Dallas, but Winnipeg. Yeah. But the rest of them should be winnable games.
1: You think so? You would think so.
0: The loss pack, pack the loss away, leave it behind you. I I think the flames are going to be all right.
1: I hope so. I hope you're right. You heard it here. Flames fans, Uh, the prediction Flames.
0: I'm hey. also a very positive person. So Good. I'm just... That's
1: and that's what Flames Twitter and Flames fans <laughs> need to hear more of. Hey, look. Thank you so much. This has been a blast. Uh, I'm gonna lose you here soon, so I'm gonna tell you the floor is yours. Go ahead. Tell everybody where they can find you, what you're up to, and uh, yeah, the floor is yours. Go. Just uh, take it away.
0: Uh, you can find me on social media at Sweet Annie Od on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm posting daily, pretty much on those platforms. Um, I do a lot of radio stuff, uh, for Sportsnet and things like that. Um, but yeah, I'm just talking sports, love hockey and baseball. Those are my main ones. Dabble into the NFL a little bit too. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, love meeting fans from all over the world. So toss me a follow. Let's chat.
1: Yes, please do go, uh, and follow and get in on all this good stuff. I, I follow the TikTok, lots of good TikToks. Love to see all that stuff too. So, um, yeah. I gotta
0: get I gotta get a Flames jersey for my TikTok. That's you
1: do. I think that's got to be next, and uh, we'll we'll be following we'll be following along to see uh, see that that Flames jersey. Okay, Calgary Flames are next in action on Sunday, the twelfth of March, against the Ottawa Senators. Peter Klein will have your game over call, uh, and yeah, let's hope for a better outcome than what we saw tonight. This has been. Game over Calgary on the heels of a Calgary Flames loss. 3-1 to the Anaheim Ducks. I'm Audie James. She's Annie O'Donnell. Thank you for watching SDPN Sports Game Over. Thank you to our friends over at Sports Interaction. And if you're listening on playback, please be sure to rate, subscribe, all that good stuff that you do on uh, your preferred podcatcher. Until then, we'll catch you on Sunday when Peter has your call against the Ottawa Senators. Stay safe, pals, and we'll talk to you later. Peace.
0: by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.